before the gospel according to St. Luke. We want to uh, extend our heartfelt condolences for the whole church for the departure of the great fighter and saint, the Metropolitan Bishop Arsenius, who was faithful bishop and metropolitan for many years, serving in one of the difficult areas in the church, and as well as our condolences as well for the church for the departure of the righteous and, and great Bishop Epiphanius, the head of the monastery of Umar, for several years. I also want to clarify some of the guidelines before we begin, uh, because there was a little bit of confusion for the consecration and the ordination of deacons, as we discussed a short while ago, that there's new um, guidelines for the in the diocese for the diaconate and we will try as best as we can to return to the system that the church put for all of uh, the chanters and for the readers for the subdeacons and the deacons inside the altar and as well as outside so the role of the chanter is to come to the church is to chant the hymns and to be uh, serving as according to uh, the guidelines of the priest and the subdeacon. The reader's role is to read the, the scripture and to teach uh, in the different services assigned to him uh, or her by the, uh, the, the hierarchy. The role of the subdeacon was to organize, especially outside of the altar, the system in the church, which included communion, as well as where the people would sit when they had the problem with animals and lamps and things like that, he would also make sure that everything is in order and he would assist the deacon inside the altar. And the role of the deacon was mainly to be inside the altar, that's why he's considered the rank of the priesthood and he assists in the vessels and uh, this was the system of the church. But because there was a shortage of deacons, so the church allowed and permitted exception after exception until we ended up losing the whole system. So we are trying to return to the system and we ask for your patience and your understanding as well even for the blessing of the deacons that it should be, or the we say deacons in general, but most of the deacons are psaltos or readers. So it should be from the beginning of Bakr, the end of Bakr, uh, before the Igbeya, after the Ikbeya, we allow another chance, and then the final is supposed to be the absolution of the ministers. And this was not the system that we, we put, this is the system of the church, because in order to serve, we have that prayer as to allow us to serve in the altar. And the, the deacon or the servants of the church are the ones who come early in order to prepare everything. That's why the bishop comes late, he comes late when the people were ready. St. Cyril of Jerusalem was the bishop of Jerusalem. They used to pray all night. And when they're ready, in the part, they call for him to come because the people are ready to receive him so we can offer the sacrifice. Sometimes I know we come earlier, it makes problem. <laughs> but we try to address the time so that we are able to worship together. I know there are some exceptions. There are some people who labor and they work all night and they, it's hard for them to adjust the time. But uh, sometimes the exceptions, we don't want it to turn into the rule. Because 
today there were maybe four or five that came for exception, but if there are four or five dressed and four or five in exception, then we lose the rule. So be patient with us. We will uh, work together until we can adjust, we hope, uh, within a couple months, all of this so that we can um, we can follow as best as we can what the church tells us to do, not what we want to do. And the same for the ecclesiastical choir. I know there was also some confusion, but this is supposed to be in between Bekir and before the offering. So after the offering, we can't consecrate or bless, but I will do my best and we will we'll arrange with the Buna to find a time appropriate for that. Because it's not right for anyone to be upset in the middle of the liturgy or to leave the church upset. As St. Cyril of Alexandria says, everyone who leaves the church should be rejoicing with the communion, with the service, with, with each other. But we don't want to leave in that state. So that's why we don't, we don't want to be firm to make people upset. But in order to please the Lord and the system that's placed for us. And if there is difficulty, explain to us, we will discuss as we decided with the clergy, with the servants, in order to put the system that is well-pleasing to the Lord. This is related in somehow the spiritual message, which is for the gospel reading this time. It's a wonderful uh, parable that the Lord gave about the vineyard. And when you see this word, the, the vineyard or the karma, spoken of in the scriptures, it's relating to the church of God. In the Old Testament, especially in the book of Isaiah, it represented the people of God, Jerusalem, Israel, that was waiting for the salvation. And the Lord speaks this parable to the people of Israel because he said, uh, we planted the vineyard and we waited. And then in, in Isaiah, he says, we built the, the fortress, we put the wine press, we put the, the uh, fence around it, we dug and we prepared all of this in order for the fruit to come and the fruit did not come. And we read this during Basqa and also uh, throughout the year. And this was a picture of God preparing the church, but also each one of us. Each one of us is like a vineyard that Christ is waiting to get fruit from it. And he put the border when we are baptized and we're consecrated with the Mayrun, we put protection like a fence. And then they dig deep to put the seed of the word so that we will grow fruit. And there's a tower that looks up very high into the heaven because the heavenly word that we are expecting. And if there is no fruit, as in the book of Revelation, the master of the vineyard will come and said, where is the fruit? And some, one of the servants says, wait another year. Patient with him, wait. There's still time, there's no fruit. Because the owner wants to destroy the vineyard, which is what the book of Revelation reminds us of. He said, there's no fruit. Where is the prayer? Where is the righteousness? Where is the serving of the others? Where is the love? This is the picture of the soul that is deserted. It doesn't have the word of God and the works of God fruitful. <clears throat> but what the Lord today, he gives a different picture slightly to speak of the one that the owner sends as the son and they treat him spitefully and abuse him and eventually kill him. And this was how we treat in uh, the Lord, or how 
the Lord was received. And also we can look at it even in general, how do we uh, treat even within the church? We see how that uh, the work which is done <coughs> by uh, us to, to each one another. There are some messages very appropriate when we think of even in the service. Sometimes someone is in charge of a service and instead of respecting, instead of abiding, we attack. And the attacks here in the scripture came in different forms. One of the four, they said that uh, they sent the first servant that they may give him fruit. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away. The second one, when they came, they treated him shamefully and sent him away. And the third one, they wounded him and cast him out. And this we see that even sometimes I know maybe it doesn't apply to this church. But even it can apply in a family, in a work setting, in a school. When someone is in charge and the group in general treats the leadership in a negative way, can increase more and more. And for us to be like the Lord Jesus Christ, because he told his disciples, what they do to me, they will do to you. Sometimes you go to work or to school, they don't treat you well. Sometimes even you can go to the church and they don't respect you. They speak against you. They work against you. They insult you. So far they didn't kill you. But in this sense, when you said how that we are not always received well by others. And he said, how do we deal with controversy? How do we deal with people who are against us? The Lord knew when he came what they would do to him. And he was very patient. He was very loving. Even when you look at how he dealt with Judas. He was always receiving him and treating him and gave him everything. Even some of the disciples, they said, why did he give him the money box? St. John Chrysostom said that <clears throat> he gave to Judas everything. If he gave it to someone else, Judas would always be thinking, he doesn't trust me, he doesn't believe in me, he doesn't love me. So he gave him everything that he had as an off so that he could win his heart. But nothing worked for him until the end. <clears throat> he also was very patient with the Jews. Every time they asked him a question, he in a very wise way and a very firm way he's responding to them what what is uh, appropriate in that time that's why they said they sent people they tried to catch him in something they might say i remember one time there was one of the ladies at work and she has a supervisor who is not Muslim, was not christian she was trying to get rid of her from the beginning and always asking her to do something wrong so she could fire her. <laughs> and every time she says, no, I can't do this wrong. She said, you don't do this, we'll fire you. She said, better for me to be fired for doing the right thing than for doing the wrong thing. She was very firm. Until the point where the lady fired her for no reason. So I went to go visit and see. She was very happy. She said, who gets, when you get fired and you don't have work, usually it's very difficult for you. She has children. She had she said, no, since the time I was fired, I go to the church every day. I take care of my children. I was looking for work. 
because I wanted to pray more and to read more. And she said, thank God, after this time, God gave me better job, closer to home, less hours, more money. She said, in that system. But that didn't come first. What her desire was to be with the Lord, to reap fruit. And God, when you say, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, everything else will be added. Sometimes we think, we look for everything else and we lose the kingdom or we lose the other things as well. But how, how that we can be in a situation where someone hates us, someone mistreats us, someone abuses us, and yet we stay faithful, we are honest, we, we, we try to follow the commandments and try as much as we can to love the others and to pray for those who are against us. It is hard not to repay evil for evil, as the Lord said. But at the very least, He said, if we can't love then at least we don't hurt the other people as we feel that they hurt us. One time St. Anthony was giving the same message to a group and they said, you know, we can't love our enemies. So then he told them, okay, at least when someone says something uh, against you, don't repay, don't, don't say the same, like respond. They said, we can't do that. He said, okay, at least someone acts against you, don't act against them. They said, we can't do that. He tried to go with different things in whatever level they said, no, no, we can't do this. So he told the other monks, give them food to eat and let them leave because they're not here for salvation. They're sick <laughs> and they need <clears throat> they need to, to free themselves because we can't change the commandment of God to please ourselves. But we Use the commandment of God so that we are obedient and faithful, even and especially when it includes suffering. How that we glorify God in everything that we do. As the psalm says today, O God of hosts, God of hosts, turn and look down from heaven and visit this vine or this vineyard which your right hand has planted. And we have a special espasmos that we say the same thing usually during this time to visit and bless the church. As we are in the church, we're saying, Lord, you put and you planted here, and God willing, you have a new church that you... You say, Lord, visit us and plant the vineyard. Visit us with love, plant love inside of the church so we're always loving and accepting one another. Put the fruit of faith here so that always your church is believing. Put the power <coughs> of your Holy Spirit in us so we can always do the work that is pleasing unto you. Also, every soul says the same thing. Said, Lord, you created me and gave me life. And you placed me in this world to do your work. So visit me, visit me with your salvation. Put in me the seed of your word. Put in me your holy body and precious blood. Put in me your divine wisdom so I can live and work according to your teachings. All of this we are praying, we are coming so that we will leave blessed and that's the work why do we come to the to, to receive all of these things how do we abide the Lord says I am the true vine and you are the vine dressers and my father is the vine dresser and he says that the the what is planted in some icons you see the same thing that the God the Father is planting his church in us and that we are all related to one another 
this was the work that we have a deep knowledge, not superficial knowledge of God. That we have, we go deep in the roots. When the roots have a problem, the fruits will be affected. And sometimes in our life, we say there's problem in the fruits. We don't see the fruits, or we don't like the fruits. Or there's, when you see in the store, a fruit, it doesn't look the right color. Some, sometimes now in the factories, they color the fruits so that it looks good. You eat it, say it didn't, doesn't look the way that it should taste, because they try to disguise it. But truly, when we say the fruit, when we see the fruit that is good and pleasing to the taste, when we say that the seed was good, and the work, the planting was good. The same time when we look in our life, and we want to see the fruit good, we say, okay, what's deep? Go deep in your life to see what's missing. If you're all, always angry or not satisfied, go deep and see what's missing. Maybe there's not enough water in your life. Maybe there wasn't enough soil. There's some things that enter into the soil deep frustration from God, frustration from one another, situations that you never were able to accept caused to be bitterness in life. Sometimes when you look at the elderly people, you find them in two groups. One, very patient, very kind, very loving, very accepting. And another one, in the smallest thing, they will turn and make big disaster out of it. Because over time, if we don't take out those worms, those uh, the foxes that spoil the vineyard, the vines as mentioned by the Lord, then our life will be filled with bitterness, <coughs> which is not pleasing for the children of men. We ask our Lord to, to visit the vineyard, which His right hand is planted, to bless it with every spiritual blessing. May the Lord bestow upon us every blessing now and ever.